you must know that this sickness and this pain, this illness, this calamity is a musibah. Now, what exactly is a musibah? If you understand what musibah is, your sickness and your illness that you go through now is going to become way easier upon you. Listen, musibah comes from the word asaba. Asaba meaning that you have hit the target, right? So let me give you a brief example. If I had a bow and arrow and I uh, recalled, or what is it? You take this arrow backwards and I pointed the arrow towards the target and I focused on the target and then I released the arrow and it hit the middle of the target. That's called Asab al-Hadaf. In Arabic, we say he hit the target spot on. Asab al-Hadaf. Even the word Musibah comes from the word Asaba, which means when a person is sick or ill or going through a calamity, yes, that is a Musibah, which means Allah intended this calamity for you and no one else. Allah Azzawajal precisely decreed that this calamity, this illness, this sickness affect you and no one else. Allahu Akbar. It was intended for you. It's not like random things that are happening in the universe. And if I avoided this, or if I did this, or if I did that, and I wish I hadn't done that, oh my God. No, don't say that. This was intended specifically for you. That's why it was called a what? It was called a musibah, meaning asab al-hadaf. It hit the target exactly what Allah Azza intended for it to be. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allah Azza wa He says, مَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي أَنفُسِكُمْ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ نَبْرَأَهَا Allah Azza wa Jal, he said, there is no calamity, illness, sickness, poverty, anything that strikes upon the earth or among yourself. So there is no calamity that strikes you. There is no sickness and illness that affects you. Except that it was already written in the book, Allah Al-Mahfuz. Even before this calamity was ever created, even before Allah created cancer, He had already written that you person will get sick and you will experience pain as a result of it. Allahu Akbar. So don't work yourself with thinking, if I had done that, had I done this, if I only avoided this person, I wouldn't have got sick. To avoid all of this, when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, وَلَا تَقُلْ لَوْ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَذَا وَكَذَا لَكَانَ كَذَا وَكَذَا فَإِنَّ لَوْ تَفْتَحُ عَمَلَ الشَّيْطَانِ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam forbid us. He said, do not say, if I had done that, and if I had done this, don't say that. Say, قَدَّرَ اللَّهُ وَمَا شَاءَ فَعَلْ This is what you're supposed to say. Say, Allah has decreed what he wanted and Allah does whatever he wants. There is no second opinion after Allah has decreed. Then the Nabi told us why we shouldn't open this door of if, if I did this, if I did that. Had I done this, I wouldn't have been sick this much. Why? Because the word if opens the door of a shaytan. Because these ifs are endless. 
And the more you engage in this conversation, had I done this, I wouldn't have got sick. But if you did this, this calamity wouldn't have happened. If you open this door, slowly, slowly, you begin to drift away from accepting Allah's qadr. And you have fallen into the trap of a shaitan. And that's how a person loses his faith in Allah and his trust in Allah Azza wa That's how a person loses his iman. You see how? You lose your iman from the door of if. And then why do you keep saying if? If is a word that implies possibility. So it's nothing even certain. Where are you taking yourself with all these ifs and ifs?